Good morning. Uh, Jeff Cohn with the Wall Street Resource, and joining me is Bill Ruhana. And Bill's the CEO of Chicken Soup for the Soul Entertainment. And I'm sure a lot of you have heard the name Chicken Soup for the Soul, but um, Bill, can you tell us um, what the company actually does? <laughs> well, Chicken Soup for the Soul Entertainment is uh, essentially a, an ad-supported video on demand business today with a series of uh, networks, including Crackle and Popcorn Flicks and a few others, that uh, are video on demand, just like a Netflix, but free, supported by ads that people watch uh, instead of by subscriptions. And in order to make that business as uh, robust as possible, as profitable as possible, we, we've developed uh, both distribution and production capabilities for new content where the essence of what we do in each of those businesses is obtain content and, uh, and lay off the cost as much as possible before we put the content on our own networks as either originals or exclusives, allowing us so, to offer people stuff they can't get from anybody else. So gotcha. that's sort of it. So are you owning the content as well as the network? Uh, it depends. Overall, we have about 49,000 hours of content, and that sort of is divided into a variety of categories, some of which is other people's content that we've, we have available to us on a non-exclusive revenue-sharing basis. So if their content generates ad revenue, we share that ad revenue with them, some of which is from our library that we purchased, our film library that we purchased from Screen Media, uh, with Screen Media, rather, which was a, it's around 1,500 films and television programs, some of which is create, was created by our own production entities, uh, and some of which comes from our uh, partner, Sony Pictures. Um, so it comes from a variety of different places, some of it we own and some of it we rev share. Okay. So um, you're producing and acquiring content, is there uh, a percentage of that, that that's much larger? Uh, actually, it's interesting. I think it, it, the distribution part of it um, has been the larger part historically, but as we look forward into 2020, we will also have a number of production co-ventures like uh, our recently announced Landmark Studio Group um, business. And I think over time that part of the business will be just as big as the distribution part of the business. So I think it will be about even, but you know, they're both very valuable to us for our network because we are able to lay off costs and obtain the programming that we show on our network with very low uh, costs associated with it, if any. And that, that's what allows us to have original and exclusive programming, which other ad-supported video-on-demand networks simply don't have. So are you in the hits business? Do you need a big hit, or, or do you have enough content where it's a little smoother than that? Uh, we run the business uh, to not ever have real exposure on, to content costs or you know, either on the acquisition side or the production side. Uh, so we... We, we very much engaged in, engage in co-productions, uh, in buying a bundle of rights that we can, many of which we, can, we know we can resell based on the 
25-year track record that screen media has. So we don't we don't um, we don't we don't make big bets really ever on on content performance. Uh, on the other hand, we don't give away the upside. So if something does really well, we do benefit. Um, but it's not a hits business. It's a business of singles and doubles, I would say, all of which are really driven through the size of the audience we have on our ad-supported video on-demand networks. That's really the key. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, no so, um, so how are you competing with these much larger companies? What edge do you have? Um, well, the much larger companies are primarily focused these days on subscription video. Um, and so I guess as most of your listeners will be very familiar with people like Netflix and Apple and Amazon and now coming soon HBO Max and today, you know, just recently Disney Plus, these companies are focused on getting subscribers who will pay them a monthly fee to see uh, programming, quite a bit of which is only available on those networks. We don't charge our customers. Our customers the people who come to watch our networks don't pay a subscription. They get the programming for free, and they watch ads. Um, and inside of that part of the business, in the AVOD business, as they call it, the ad- advertising VOD business, in that part of the business, we are unique in the fact that we, are, uh, we have consistent, original, and exclusive programming that you can only see on our networks because of our distribution and production businesses, as I just talked about them a minute ago. And it's that combination that really uh, makes us unique in the AVOD space. The, um, we have a big library, the 49,000 hours I referred to, so there's plenty of choice. So like other ad-supported uh, networks, we have lots of choice, but we also have stuff that only we have. And I think our, our strategy of getting that exclusive and original programming with minimal risk and minimum investment is very different than either what the subscription guys are doing, which is spending a lot of money, or what the other ad-supported companies are doing, which is not having any originals or exclusives. So we've tried to create a model that's a little bit different. Yeah, Can you detail a little bit about how you're laying off that risk? Yeah. it comes the the risk is ra- is laid off in a variety of different ways. Um, if it's on the distribution side of the business, we will buy a various set of rights, like TVOD rights or broadcast rights or DVD rights, domestic or international, the rights to sell a film to the other SVODs, and we will tend to sell all of those rights out and keep only the ad-supported video on-demand rights for ourselves so that the exclusivity tends to come for free. Every once in a while, we have some exposure left after we sell all those rights, but, but generally, we, we cover our costs and then some by the sale of other rights around the world and domestically. On the production co-venture side, the approach is a little bit different, and there, our, our production partners will create the programming, usually in places with you know, substantial tax credits uh, and the combination of the tax credits and, the, and generally international co-financing because um, we don't need the international rights 
at least not right now. Um, and generally, the international co-financing and the, and the tax credits will cover a substantial portion, if not all, of the budgets of these series, and we end up with the domestic rights, in essence, with no exposure. Sometimes we have a little exposure for the balance of the domestic rights, and we'll sell those off in TVOD and, and home video and the like. So, um, but it's, it, it, in all the cases, it's really the separation or what we call fractionalization of the rights and selling them off individually and keeping the AVOD rights. That's really what our goal is. So, and that seems gotcha. to work. And, and then so how do we see your work product? Is it over the Internet, uh, or are there multiple channels, no pun intended? Yeah. So our, our 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 various AVOD networks are all available on a series of platforms: Roku, Amazon, uh, Fire, Apple TV, Samsung, smart televisions, any 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 connected device, any connected TV that's smart, and then iOS, Android, and and on the web. So you can watch our stuff on your phone, you can watch your, our stuff on your computer, but 70% of the people who watch our stuff watch it on their television. And they do it in one of those, either through a connected device, a smart TV, or, or a, you know, Amazon, uh, Roku, or Apple uh, device. And, and do you have a branded channel, or it's done under partners' names, or, or how do we know when we're watching there, you? Crackle is, is one of our brands that we own. Um, Popcorn Flicks is another one of our brands for these channels. And then we have four or five others, little ones, like Popcorn Flicks Comedy, Popcorn Flicks Kids, uh, Fright Picks, and uh, I think Espanol Picks was, is the last one, but got a bunch. Okay. The, um, so I noticed that it's working. You recently reported uh, record record revenue. Uh, what's been the, the driver of that? Well, the acquisition, we, we did an acquisition in May of uh, Crackle um, from Sony, and, uh, and that, that was really a, um, a transitional moment for the company. It very dramatically expanded our, our revenue. We needed to right-size that organization, um, which we did, and we came through the summer. We, the, the transaction closed May 15th or May 14th. We went through the summer, redoing our operating structure. We came out of the summer uh, into uh, October with things in a good place, and we started to grow our business, grow our networks, and, and we've done reasonably well the last couple of months doing that. And so we're we're feeling pretty good about that acquisition. That's been the driver, though. Gotcha. And then going forward, should we expect uh, mostly um, internally, or do you plan on doing more acquisitions? We we hope to do a, a number of acquisitions um, because there are um, there's an opportunity we think in uh, buying up some of the smaller ad-supported video-on-demand networks, and there are thousands of them. Uh, there's an opportunity to transition those networks from lower CPMs to higher CPMs because we get uh, pretty consistently uh, very high CPMs. 
and that that differential allows us to um, potentially acquire companies with you know and make a profit doing it and that would be mm-hmm. an ideal way to to get new customers making money getting them um, and there are a couple of sizable uh, ad supported video on demand networks that are owned by other companies that it may or may not make sense for them to own it you know people have gone into our industry sometimes as a marketing device uh, Walmart for example I'm sorry uh, Amazon for example and that may or may not have been something that really makes sense do you want to operate a a tele- effectively a television network in order to do marketing of your other products so it may make plenty of sense for Amazon since they seem to be in every business on the planet and do it particularly well but that doesn't work for everybody so so what seems to be your biggest challenge well I think we're I think the biggest challenge is really that we're in a new business you know a new industry the ad supported VOD business is is very new um, comparatively it's the newest and and maybe certainly one of the fastest if not the fastest growing part of the media industry um, but advertisers who are our bread and butter are always going to be slower than consumers in moving to a new space so while consumers are moving at a pretty fast rate and you, they call that cord cutting today you know cut the cord and go go do VOD go listen to VOD or watch VOD whatever it is um, while they're moving at a pretty fast rate advertisers will always be a little slower and more cautious so it's it's really making sure we're in the right place giving them the right package of things convincing them that this is a really great way to reach people we've done some studies you know so that advertisers could understand that you reach an incremental audience when you come to the video on demand space you just don't reach the same people you get when you go in traditional television. We used we did a Nielsen study that I think pretty much proved that. So, you know, that kind of thing I think is part of the process of educating advertisers and bringing them along. That's that's probably the biggest challenge. Of course, getting viewers is another challenge, but people are definitely moving, so that helps. Okay. Now, I might have seen this wrong. Are you paying a dividend and is it a cash dividend? And if so, um, do you have enough money for your plan? Um, We have a class of preferred stock, uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul Preferred Class, I believe, A, uh, which trades on the NASDAQ global market under CSSEP. And that preferred stock pays a dividend of 9 and 3 quarters percent. Okay. So that's... um, that's the first thing. The second thing, the second part of your question is, the way the plan is currently constructed, yes, we have the capital we need. However, you know, if we do a couple of these acquisitions, sure. who knows? Um, gotcha. At the moment, we have the operating capital we need for the business. Um, okay. And, and then the revenue model, um, you know, you're selling ads. Is there another revenue model that you guys uh, incorporate or is that the sole model well that's the sole model on the network side of our business obviously on the distribution and production side we get revenue from all the other sales we make as we are um, as we are laying off the rights on other people so 
if we sell an international distributor the rights to a movie, that is revenue to us, and um, ultimately that 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 we we tend to make a profit on all of these things, every aspect of the business. So, in or or at least a positive contribution to our our business from each of those activities. So no, it's not the only revenue. It's a combination of distribution revenue, production revenue, and network revenue. Gotcha. And, and if we look at that revenue, um, what constitutes the the bulk of it now? And if we look uh, two years out, where do you do you expect that to be the same place or where? Um, the bulk of it now is from the network, um, which is where we would want it to come from. Um, and I, I would say next year it probably be a little bit more balanced than it was this year. This year we focused almost exclusively on network activity because we made that massive acquisition in May. Uh, we did much less in the way of production and distribution. We finally have geared those up now. Uh, and in anticipation of growing them in 2020. So next year I think will be a little bit more balanced, but overall, you know, the network revenue should be the highest. It's it's really the it's really what we are. We are an ad supported VOD business. And the uh the acquisition you made, uh is that fully incorporated in terms of, you know, cost reduction and the revenue benefit? The revenue benefit uh, was fully incorporated in the third quarter, um, but the costs were still were still you know getting costs off because you know you contracts have take time to be you know you have tails on them so the costs are not fully in the cost reduction is not fully in there yet but we're we're getting pretty close. Um, okay, almost done. Uh, any other uh, events or catalysts that if we look out over the next 12 months that we should look for? Well, we are we are planning to do more of these production co-ventures. We think this is a really good way um, to grow the flow of programming that we have original, you know, and exclusives to, without increasing our exposure. So we're working hard on that, um, and and we are we are really seriously looking at. Buying up more ad-supported VOD networks, we we do think that scale in the business really matters, uh, mostly because advertisers like to be able to spend in a in one place rather than thousands. Um, so I'd say those two areas really will be are likely catalysts. Hopefully, people agree with us that they're good decisions, but um, that's the place. Gotcha. Uh, anything that uh, I should have asked that I hadn't asked you? No, I, I think you've done a great job of getting the mm-hmm. basics out there. Um, Thank you. Know. you. Uh, anything you want to leave us with before we go? Uh, I'm happy with the business. I think it's. I think we've put together a nice uh, base on which to grow a, a meaningful company, and that's going to be our goal, to, to build a big business. The, the entire um, plan, though, is dependent on the ad-supported business being a sustainable business in and of itself, which we believe it is. Um, but I think that's that's something that people may not fully agree with yet. I think some people think the subscription video business may be a uh, maybe will suck all of the viewers out of the world. I I don't see it that way. Um, Very good. But, 
There's one other thing that um, that comes to mind. Uh, chicken soup for the soul. Throughout this conversation, I hadn't heard you uh, mention it once. Do, do you still own that content, those titles? Oh, oh yes, we do. Yeah, like they, and, I, and we will um, we will have a number of vertical networks over time. By vertical, I mean networks that are built around certain subject matters. And, and certainly some of them will be directly related to the essence of Chicken Soup for the Soul and our A-plus brand, which is another brand we own, um, which we're very, we're very excited about growing along with our Chicken Soup for the Soul brand in VOD. So, A-plus a brand? Yeah, that's, we, we purchased a company a few years ago called A-plus, which is a positive journalism uh, digital property, and, and like other digital properties that we have been looking at, we plan to use that to grow uh, an ad-supported VOD business that um, rela- has related content. Uh, and that, that, will, that will happen over the next 12 months. We'll begin to, to do that um, a number of times. That's another form of growth. That's more organic, though. And we do expect organic growth in, additional, in addition to growth from acquisitions. And so your content in general, does it have a certain bent? It's really general entertainment right now. Over time, we will create identities for each network that are a little bit um, more uh, discernible. But right now, it's just general entertainment. And the reason for that is that we're, we're acquiring these things so quickly in order to scale up that it really makes more sense to operate them in the places they are until we have until we can take another step and start to rationalize the way they, they their identities and their brands. Um, so, they're, but that will that will come. That's a, that's another step in the plan. Gotcha. Well, very good. Uh, well, Bill, not only do I thank you for your time, I, I thank you for the content. <laughs> You're very welcome. Download Popcorn Flicks and Crackle. Become a customer. You got it. Take care it's now. Great. 